Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We have Paul Smith, Sydney Kings owner on the line. The Sydney Kings host the New Zealand Breakers this Sunday at Kudos Bank Arena. And they're they're back with the Sydney Flames. Uh, And it's a doubleheader. This time they're turning up the heat and going pink. It's their first ever Pink Hoops doubleheader supporting the McGrath Foundation. It's the Flames versus the Lynx at 1.30. The Kings versus the Breakers at 3.45. Uh, Kudos Bank Arena, let's turn it. Pink is the line, the Pink Hoops doubleheader. Uh, that's two games, one price this Sunday. Tickets 20 bucks. families $45 at Ticketek. A pink summer holiday doubleheader with the Kings and the Flames. And we have Paul Smith on the line. Good morning to you, Paul. Good morning, Trent. Good morning, Michael. Uh, talk to us. The, the table as it stands, I mean, there's been stories in recent days 10 and 10, and I believe sitting in fourth position on the table, mate. Your opinion, just in basketball terms, performance on the season thus far? Yeah, well, look, I think, you know, if you step, take a step back, it meant to be at 500 or, you know, 10 wins, 10 losses is, is not where we'd like to have been, uh, not where we thought we'd be um, when we're going into the season. Um, uh, it's a very this year's this season's NBL season is very tight, very competitive. Um, you know, you saw last weekend, last place knocked off first place type thing. You know, it's a bit topsy turvy. So, you know, we're probably part of a trend across the league where it's it's a tight situation for everyone in that regard. Um, you know, look, we there's no doubt at all, as I said a moment ago, that we you know we have higher expectations than that. We're disappointed in it, but you know, we also have to deal with the reality of where we're at. We can't sit around crying about it. The circumstances are that we've got to, you know, the, the team, coaching staff, management and ownership have to sort of dig in and, and um, focus on coming out the other side in the next few games. Every game's critical from here on in. We've got Adelaide on Thursday night and then we're back in Sydney on Sunday for the doubleheader, which you mentioned. And it's, yeah, it's just one of those circumstances we find ourselves in. And, you know, it's the beauty of sport. It's it, it is a, a test for us. It's a test for for our organisation, and we'll see how we go. There's obviously been some suggestions over the last couple of days that the coach is under pressure. How, how genuine um, are those reports? Well, it's always interesting when articles refer to unnamed sources. Um, so, um, you know, I certainly I certainly did not receive an approach from the Daily Telegraph to comment on anything in that regard. Uh, myself, uh, our, our position is quite clear. The coach is under pressure. The players are under pressure. The management's under pressure across the board. There's no doubt about that. But we're not focused on uh, anything re- regarding someone's tenure, either a player or a coach at this point in time. That's not, the, that's not the focus at all. Any pressure that anyone's experiencing is all about performing. That's what it's all about. It's not about keeping the job. Uh, unnamed sources. Uh, when when you mention that, I look at Mick and think to myself, how many stories have you written over the years and mentioned <laughs> unnamed sources? Anyway, yeah. we'll park that yeah, well, one. But uh, <laughs> that, I think that's a fair point. I think it's a fair point. But as, as Mick is now, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty open about things. You know, yeah, we're sitting here talking now. I'm not. I don't resile away from these conversations anywhere. Mm. If anyone comes to me, any journalist comes to me and asks me these questions, I'll give them an answer. You know, I don't go on background. 
that's not what I do. Yeah, uh, and to be honest, I was saying as we were about to have you on, I, I love your engagement on social media, uh, your ability to speak frankly and honestly. I think there should be more of it in Australian sports. So kudos for that. Uh, what about the attendance numbers? Uh, we've got some data here that it was released yesterday. The NBL is only behind the NBA and the Euro League on average attendance numbers. What what do you think? Can you put your finger on why the NBL is on such a high? And particularly the the relationship of the Kings and Sydney fans is phenomenal right now. Yeah, it is pretty good. You know, and even even with the struggles we've been having on having on court, we're still experiencing extraordinary crowd numbers. And I think I think we're heading towards 15, 20% up on last season ourselves alone. So, you know, we're, we're, I think we're part of a, a trend across the league. Uh, what can you, can you put your finger on it? Look, if I could, mate, I would, and then I'd bottle it and I'd sell it. You know, it's, it's one of those circumstances where you just don't know which part's working. But I think in a general sense, just basketball continues to grow in popularity. Um, we certainly feel that playing on Christmas night last year and in 2023 and 20. 22, the last two Christmases has certainly helped boost the profile of the Sydney Kings and basketball in Sydney through this critical January period where people are always looking for something to do, always looking for something to entertain the family at a, at a value price level. And we think we, we fill that bill. And of course, we're weatherproof. You know, it doesn't matter what's, what the conditions are outside. Our game goes ahead. We don't have pitch conditions to worry about. So, <laughs> you know, we've got, a, we've got a great advantage there and we, and we work to it. And we're very grateful for the support we're getting. But it's a strong sign across the league generally that, that you know, the attendances are up. It's a, it's a critical figure. You know, obviously, all ratings, television ratings are also key and they're rising as well. But, you know, the, the NBL is still a product that's, that's got a long, long way to go to reach its potential in the television perspective. But... It's great to see that from a physical attendance perspective, you know, we're, we're nailing it across the board. So it's terrific. What about, you mentioned just the Christmas Day game just then. I'm very interested mm. given the, the push with cricket, to which plays all around that day, but not on that day. Mm. Uh, what do you think with a business hat on, with a, you know, an ownership hat on, is it the right call for sports to push into that window? And I guess what do the players think about it? Yeah, we look. We got a. We copped a lot of criticism in 2022 when we we, we announced we were playing on Christmas night, and and I can understand that it was a pretty divisive issue, and and it's divisive in the sense that people were well behind it, and others were you know vehemently against it. But we argued, and I think we argued successfully that you know we were filling a void that existed in in Sydney, particularly around that time of year where. You know, a lot of people are looking for something to do in the evenings and, and on Christmas night. And, you know, Christmas Christmas nowadays is not what Christmas was 20 years ago where no shops were open, no garages were open, restaurants weren't open, clubs were open, weren't open, hotels just didn't sort of function properly. You know, today there it's a pretty it's a pretty sort of open sort of situation there. So we feel that we've stepped into that nicely. I can understand why other sports are starting to contemplate it. We certainly took the heat in the early days, and and I think we've proven that there is an actual there's a market there. And uh, you know, of course, we'd love to keep basketball and Christmas and Christmas night synonymous with each other. But I've no doubt that other sports are looking at it. Again, going back to my previous comment about the the weather conditions that we don't have to deal with, I think that's a huge risk for outdoor sports. That you put a lot of effort, a lot of commitment. And it's not a cheap exercise, trust me, to run a game on boxing on Christmas night or Christmas Day, for that matter. And if you put yourself at the risk of the weather gods, then you know that's that's a, that's a big factor to play into those considerations. And so, 
you know, we, 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 we eliminate that in our circumstance, but I think that's going to be a key consideration for the other sports, though, as they look at it. Just, oh, I guess, the one thing that always comes through to me, and, and this is not an, a player's opinion necessarily, but we've got to remember that not everyone celebrates Christmas as well. There, there's a culture within Australia of inclusivity, multiculturalism. Not everyone is on Christmas Day sitting down with family and opening presents. And I think yeah, that's right. an inclusivity that's, that's approach really is really important. Yeah, I agree. And, and look, coming back to the point about players, I think basketball also has this unusual sort of heritage in the fact that Christmas night and Christmas day are huge games in the United States and always held out as sort of the, the sort of the tent pole in that part of the season, so to speak. And, and I think that sort of washes over here a little bit. I think a lot of players like to play, like the idea of playing on Christmas day or Christmas night, because it, it is a high profile game. And we saw we we got a view of the television ratings this week, and they were pretty extraordinary, really, relative to a regular season game. You know, it's a very it's a very well watched game, and it's well appreciated. So, I think the players buy into it, and of course, we play in the NBL. We play Christmas Eve, and we play Boxing Day. And anyone that's familiar with the circumstances around teams that travel for sport, if you play Boxing Day, um, you're travelling Christmas Day. You know, you're spending the day on the road to get to where you got to be to because you've got to be in town the night before the game. Um, and we sort of threaded the needle a little bit this this past Christmas with the Illawarra Hawks because if they're just local, they could be they didn't have to be in Sydney the night before. They could be at home and then travel up in the morning for the game. So it's a kind of a it was a convenient fit for us. But uh, you know the players I believe are well behind what we're doing, and it does it does meet the needs of a very diverse community which Sydney represents definitely. Back onto the court, what what have you or, or, or you guys identified that? you need to do better to, to finish the season strongly? Oh, I think it's defence and four-quarter effort. Um, I think there's no doubt about that. And, uh, and that's a, it's a pretty simple formula. And, you know, those aren't, those aren't things you can, you can just flick a switch. It's got to be – people got to lean into that. And that's been the focus from a coaching perspective and from a, from a, a player perspective as well. So, you know, those formulas are pretty clear and, you know, we'll, we'll move through that. Um, but I think that it's really important to reference this at this point in time that, you know, sports are, sports are passion. And trust me, I've had some sleepless nights over the circumstances we found ourselves in the last few weeks. But we need to bring an awful amount of perspective to what we're doing in sport when we consider what we're trying to achieve and what we will achieve on, on Sunday with the pink, pink hoops doubleheader. You know, one of our, you know, one of our dearest, dearest people in our organisation you know, uh, has, is suffering breast cancer, um, Tanya. Manga Kakia, and you know her circumstances are such that she's had to retire medically uh, from playing. She's moved over to our coaching staff. Um, it's a for suffering for breast cancer. It's a huge, huge blow to us. It's a, it's a, obviously an inc- incredible and devastating effect on on her as a person and her career. Uh, but you know we're heavily committed to this what we're doing with the McGrath Foundation and building the profile. And as I said, it, 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 it brings perspective to what we're trying to do here. And, and if, if we can get that message across this Sunday that we both teams, the Flames are also at a critical phase of their career, of their season with, with, again, in terms of what they're taking on and where they're standing in terms of reaching the finals. Um, so both teams are under enormous pressure, but it does bring a huge amount of perspective to it when we consider the circumstances and the battle that other people are having in their lives as well. 
Yeah, well said, Paul. Uh, we've had a couple of texts come in since you've been on the line. We've got one in reference to 100,000 people playing NBL Supercoach, which really helps. It's the first time Andy has gone to mm. an NBL game in 15 years, which is great. But then a question from Damien, which we might hit quickly before we let you go. Would the NBL yeah. benefit from offsetting the season potentially with the NBA? It's competing directly with the number one association in the world, and it's hard to watch both leagues. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, well, that would mean that the league, the NBA would move to winter. And I think that would be a, a backward step. Um, I think Agreed. many would argue against that. I, I get that. But in my opinion and my opinion only, and I don't speak for anyone other than myself, but it certainly don't speak for the league. But I, I feel that the, the rubbing up against the NBA is actually a really positive thing for us. It puts basketball in the, in the mindset. And let's be clear here that the, the majority of Australians that are interested in basketball are interested in the NBA. And yeah. we've got to, what we've got to do is sort of bring those people over to the experience of the NBL, like your previous text message said, that you know, for the first time in 15 years they've gone to a game. That means we're starting to get that right. And I think the product we present in Sydney is, is as high quality in terms of anything in the world in regards to presentation, arena, so on and so forth. So I think there's a... I think I hear I hear what your your, your uh, listener is is, is, is saying, uh, but I think that would be a retrograde step for us. And look, we enjoy this very very neat window between the basically the NRL and AFL Grand Finals are over, and the NBL kicks off, and we like to be out of dodge before the season starts. Now, and I, you know, the, both the NFL, NBL, uh, sorry, both the AFL and the NRL have seasons of crept forward due to scheduling and other things, and that's cool. But by that stage, our regular season's completed. And I think we've just got this very neat window right now. It works very well. It certainly works from a broadcaster perspective as well, which is a key consideration. Yeah, absolutely. And and we're starting to see more and more players like LaMelo Ball and, and those guys that are getting drafted, stashed in this league and playing and going back over. And when they get back into the NBA, they're dominating, which is great to see. Mate, I love your work. Uh, Paul, thanks very much for joining us this morning. The Sydney Kings host the New Zealand Breakers this Sunday at Kudos Bank Arena. You can get your tickets through Ticketek. Good luck for the rest of the season, Paul. All the best, guys. Thanks very much, and thanks for your support. Appreciate it. Easy.